Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Tyler Morgan Show on Relentless Daring Media Network. Welcome to Land of Bourbon and Bad Decisions. This is the Tyler Morgan Show live on twitch.tv slash Tyler Morgan Show or listening on demand on your favorite podcast apps. You know, yeah. Th- Apple Podcasts, the Stitcher, the Spotify, the Amazon Music, iHeart, Pandora. If you can find a place to listen to podcasts, you, you could probably listen to the show. Um, also, you can't forget YouTube. Uh, it's kind of hard to go. Just go to YouTube, search for Tyler Morgan because I don't have one of those fancy uh, YouTube.com slash blah, 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 blah. I don't have one of those yet. Still working on it. Still working on it. Oh, pardon me. Um, allergies has got me all plugged up. It ain't good. Uh, before I get into the insanity of the day, let me tell you about one of my favorite things. Coffee. Mm. As a matter of fact, not just any coffee, but because they're not paying me to talk about it, I'm going to tell you about American Pride Roasters. Uh, It is the best coffee, hands down, that I have ever had. I've had lots of coffee. And they've got so many great flavors. Uh, Dave Matthews up there in Iowa, he puts his heart and soul into every batch of coffee that he does. Custom ordered, custom ground to you, the consumer. You say that you want this coffee ground extra fine for your espresso machine. Hey, guess what? It'll grind extra fine for your espresso machine. You want whole beans because you want to grind it yourself? Guess what? You can buy the whole beans. Custom roasted to whichever uh, flavor of coffee you want. The the Reagan, it, a time for choosing blend. The Frederick, yeah, the Frederick Douglass blend. Oh, my God, I can't speak tonight. I only have one sip of whiskey. I can't speak. Um, uh Oh, the uh, the Thomas Paine. You can either get the regular Thomas Paine, or you can abandon common sense to get the Age of Reason, which is one hundred percent pure robusta beans. That was just twice the caffeine as regular Arabica. So many good flavors. Or you know, maybe you uh, you like uh, macadamia nuts. You like the kind of Hawaiian flavor. Hey, you know what? They have a coffee named for my buddy Keith Malinak, the uh, At The Mike Show blend, which is a macadamia nut blend. So many good things to choose from. Uh, the, the coffee drops and all the other stuff they do. So go check out aprcoffee.com and then and check out 
Tell them that you heard about it from the Tyler Morgan Show so they know that you're listening to me and then maybe they'll make a whiskey-flavored coffee based off this show. You know, Tyler's Bourbon and Bad Decisions, that would be a great flavor of coffee. So, again, American Pride Roasters, go check them out. American Pride Roasters, historically great coffee. All right, so getting into the news and the insanity of the week. Oh, my God, there's been so much of it, I don't know where to begin. So, I may be a little wired up because I had the coffee. Maybe I need to have the whiskey to, you know, alcohol is a depressant, slows down. Mm. So, it's so hard because this week has been absolutely nuts. So many big stories. I mean, you got the first... You know, openly transgender officer in the United States Army who um, he and his wife were just indicted for selling soldiers medical information to the Russians or who they thought were the Russians. Um, of course, it's possibility they were entrapped because, yeah, keep in mind. They sold them to the same FBI who's responsible for the entrapment efforts of the Gretchen Whitmer thing. So, yeah, I keep that in mind. And, yeah, that you got the Apple executive who he was quoting a movie and something about getting drunk and grab and groping big breasted women. He lost his job over quoting a movie line, being a smart ass. I mean, you, you really don't know where to go. So I will go to Georgia. I know it's, it's weird. Why am I going to Georgia? Well, one of America's favorite, most beloved women, Madam Stacey Abrams, governor extraordinaire, Purveyor of fine erotic literature, Stacey Abrams, the bringer of the diabetes. Um, so after the 2018 elections, she jumped on board with a group filing lawsuits against the state of Georgia over their election laws, voting machines, blah, 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 all kinds of garbage. Well, as of yesterday... September 30th, as I'm recording this episode, the lawsuit has come to a conclusion. The long-running lawsuit against the state's election practices, against the state's election practices, had been brought after Abrams lost 2018 election for governor. Okay, uh, a long-running lawsuit has been rejected in federal court. I don't have cheering people on my soundboard. How do I not have cheering people? I should have at least Monty Python. And there was much rejoicing. Yay. You really should have that. Oh, well, it be what it be. It is what it is. Good times and fun all around. U.S. District Court Judge Stephen C. Jones issued a ruling Friday in the lawsuit which... When it was filed, sought to force Georgia to change many of its election practices, and he ruled in favor of the state. Had to make sure I said that right, or else come out really awkward and clunky, and can't have that. 
quote, although Georgia's election system is not perfect, the challenge practices violate neither the Constitution nor the Voting Rights Act, Jones wrote in his ruling. As the 11th Circuit notes, the federal courts are not the arbiters of disputes which arise in elections. It is not the federal court's role to oversee the administrative details of a local election. End quote. I mean, I have not looked up who appointed this uh, Judge Jones. It could be Donald Trump. It could be Barack Obama. It could be Bush. I, I don't know who appointed him. But every now and then you do get this from liberal judges. Oh, my gosh. There's so much weird background noise popping up in the old computer box because reasons. So I apologize to uh, the creative cloud noises who are disturbing you on the app or possibly uh, watching this on YouTube. I mean, we'll see. I mean, it has been known that, you know, liberal judges do from time to time in cases that are so blatantly against the Constitution they will say, no, this is unconstitutional. And then they give you a ruling that you like. Doesn't happen often. That's the reason why it's memorable. Uh, every now and then they come up with a ruling. They get a case where, no, what, what do you mean you're saying it's unconstitutional? Everything in here is within the letter and spirit of the law as well as the letter and the spirit of the Constitution so I'm throwing it out. So like I said, I don't know who appointed this judge. So he, uh, good job on him. Uh, Joe stipulated though, that quote, this order should not be construed to mean that Georgia's election procedures are flawless. Citing testimony from both sides to state essentially that no election process will be perfect. And that's kind of like the preamble of our constitution in order to create a more Perfect union. We should make our election processes more perfect. We will never get them 100% perfect. You're always going to have the ability for frauds and cheats and liars and cons to slip votes in here and there or to, you know, make a, make a ballot box just totally disappear. I'm just saying, you know, they have the ability. So by strictly keeping an eye on procedures through chain of custody, through purging roles of people who are no longer active voters. If Bob Jones, regardless of the color of Bob Jones's skin has not drawn a ballot in the last five elections, it shouldn't be a big deal to throw him off the rolls. You figure five elections. That is if you're just going you know, midterms and, you know, the, uh, you know, regular election cycle for the president. You know, that's, that's two and a half years. If you haven't voted in two and a half years, you've made no attempt to at least keep your registration up to date. You know, maybe you've moved a couple times. What have you moved out of state even? You know, you're at an active voter, just not wherever you used to vote. There shouldn't be an issue with removing them off the rolls, removing dead people off the rolls, removing 
felons off the rolls. But if you look at trying to clean up the voter rolls, and this is a big thing in Georgia, uh, we're taking 5,000 voters off the voter rolls. Okay, well, well why, why, why are you taking this 5,000? Well, these are people that have felony convictions and can't vote. They haven't voted in a number of years. So really, and some of these are people who we have confirmed move out of state. So we're, we're taking them off the rolls. And then it comes down to back to the Democrats. You're doing it because you're racist and no one voting. Say, uh, no. It, it's ridiculous to think that the only reason anyone is being removed from the rolls is because they're black, they're Hispanic, they're Native American, they're Asian. No. Just no. Uh, during her opening statement, Allegra Lawrence Hardy, an attorney for Fair Fight and other plaintiffs, evoked the image of U.S. Representative John Lewis marching across the Edmund Pettus Bridge in Selma, Alabama in 1965 vote for voting rights. Voting is also a bridge. It is the most basic path to democracy. We're not a democracy. We are a republic. Because the action of the state election officials, she said, eligible voters in Georgia face roadblock after roadblock as they try to get to that path. State lawyer Josh Belenfante told the AP Back to start a trial, the fair fights claim did not stand up to scrutiny. He predicted they would fall short of proving their, their argument is proving their argument in part because they overlook the hard work of everyday Georgians. The election workers who toil under difficult conditions and just want to get it right. The lawsuit initially said the state election officials grossly mismanaged. The 2018 election in a way that disenfranchised some citizens, particularly low-income people and people of color. And a statement from Stacey Abrams. While the court's actions are not the preferred outcome, the conduct of this trial and preceding cases and legislative actions represent a hard-won victory for voters who endured long lines, burdensome date-of-birth requirements, Burdensome date of birth requirements. Burdensome date of birth requirements. Uh, I'm sorry. Tomorrow is your 18th birthday. Yeah, you're not eligible to vote. Sorry. Oh, you, you can't verify your age through that birth certificate. You might be 18. You're not voting. <laughs> what is burdensome about proof of your date of birth, Stacy? An exact, an exact match laws that disproportionately impact black and brown voters. As the judge states in his ruling, the court finds that the Senate factors weigh in favor of finding Section 2, 
finding a sex two violation, history of discrimination, racially polarized voting, discrimination in other areas, racial appeals and campaigns, and success of minority candidates all weigh in favor of finding a section two violation. Although these factors weigh in favor of a violation, the court finds that these factors are more generalized indicators of the status of minority life in Georgia. Yeah, because who are you going to vote for? You're going to vote for the person who you believe represents your values, represents your way of life. If you are a poor black Democrat and you have a choice between a black Democrat or a white Republican or hell, a black Republican. And the black Republican says the government shouldn't be taking care of you, but you have come to depend on the government. Guess what? You're going to vote. You're not going to vote for the guys who cut off your benefits, regardless of his skin color. White people will vote for a black Democrat who is promising free stuff. If they're already receiving free stuff before they'll vote for the white guy, because uh, the white guy wants to cut my stuff off. Why would I vote for him? This guy gets it. It is ridiculous. And the, the whole idea that, you know, well, they, they, they vote based on race. Um, we have a vice president who was selected as a running mate because of a, her race and B that mysterious creature that lies between her legs. Those are the reasons why she was chose, chosen to be vice president. Because what, in what sane world would you want a vice president who talked about North and South Korea having a close alliance? Yeah. Or a vice president who speaks on community schools and the community and all the community that builds these communities and the community schools that are so important to these communities. Literally, she said community in one sentence, one very protracted, drawn-out, run-on sentence, like seven times. How? How is that even possible? I don't know. But it is absolutely nuts to think that, you know, oh, my gosh, it, it, it's just a racial disparity because they only vote for people of their color. Well, OK, Um, again, who stands a better chance of winning in a predominantly black district? I mean, Hank Johnson. He has been representing, was it DeKalb County or Cobb County? I don't remember. He's been representing one of the counties that makes up the Atlanta metro area for how many years? This is the guy who, in Congress, not a committee hearing. This is like the floor of Congress. Talking about we need to save 
helium because there's an upcoming helium shortage, which helium has a lot of purposes outside of, you know, making tank on the funny voice, making balloons float. Helium's got lots of uses. Because it's an inert gas, you use it as a shielding gas for welding purposes and stuff like that. It's, I said, there's more to it than just floating balloons. But Hank Johnson, Congressman Hank Johnson, talked about the shortage of helium for balloons for birthday parties. Really, Hank? Really? Birthday parties. Forget, you know, the industrial uses that we have for helium. Birthday parties. Hank Johnson, a man who was so smart, a man who was so intelligent, he thought he was getting one over on a general, the United States Marine Corps. They were going to move 10,000 soldiers onto Guam, or 10,000 Marines and sailors onto Guam. And Hank Johnson, in his infinite, infinite wisdom, he asked him, General, are you worried that the island of Guam could become so top heavy it could tip over and uh, capsize? Yeah, that was in a committee hearing. I don't know how the general just said, uh, we do not foresee that. I don't know how he did it with a straight face. He didn't go, <laughs> you, sir, are a moron. Because that would probably be, that would probably be me. Because I tend to say what I think loudly. But. You know, Hank Johnson is not being voted in by the best and brightest. Hank Johnson is in solely because the same reason you see these little girls on TikTok and Facebook and Twitter, you know, seeing Ariel from the live action Little Mermaid, you know, being played by a black lady or black teenager and these little White girls are going, ah, she looks like me. Hank Johnson looks like his constituency. And so they vote for him because he looks like us. He talks like us. He says he has the same values of us, even though time and time again, he's used those values of ours to further entrap us and make us more and more dependent upon the federal government. Yeah, we like that guy. So we're going to keep voting for him. That is the uh, situation with old hanky poo. Again, the whole idea that, you know, people voting based off of whatever reason, skin color, if you are white voting for white people just because, you know, I'm voting for a white guy, I'm not going to say it's great. Uh, you might want to stop and think about it. If you are black and only voting for black people because they're black like you, 
Forget the fact they're college educated. Forget the fact that they have, you know, somehow found a way out of a ghetto. Hell, for all you know, they never grew up poor. For all you know, they grew up middle class, kind of kind of more on the well-to-do side. You don't know. I mean, we we see it all the time where people just completely misrepresent who they are and what they do and you know their backgrounds. And we really need to pay more attention to that, regardless of your skin color, regardless of your political party. So at least, again, going back to the head of the story, at least there was some common sense taking place in that district. Now, since we're on the subject of things that disproportionately affect uh, African-Americans and people of color, do you know the only people who are capable of picking crops in the United States? They are illegal aliens. So saith our beloved Aunt Nancy. Hello be her name. Um, this is a you know, daily call daily caller article. Pelosi, farmers need illegal aliens to pick the crops. Oh, there must have been some vodka running through the running through the veins that day. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said that Floridian farmers need illegal immigrants in their state to pick the crops during a press conference on Friday. So yesterday. Right now, the best thing we could do for our economy is to have comprehensive immigration reform. We have shortage of workers in our country. And, and you even, you see even in Florida, some, some of the farmers and the growers saying, why are you shipping these immigrants up north? We need to pick the crops down here, Pelosi said. That doesn't mean that we we don't recognize your moral responsibility, too, as well. Pelosi's comments come weeks after Florida Governor Ron Santos sent two flights of illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts. DeSantis' office claimed the immigrants went to the area willingly. DeSantis joined Governors Greg Abbott and Doug Ducey of Texas and Arizona in sending illegal immigrants to liberal sanctuary cities. Washington, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser declared a public health emergency in September over the toll on the city's resources caused by the influx of Thousands of immigrants. Okay. Ignore the last one because I've already said in previous episodes that the pain they feel because, oh my God, they feel like a thousand people. Huh. Now, how about when You have thousands of people, not over a short period of time, or excuse me, over a drawn out period of time of having buses and planes just land and 
people get off 50, 100 at a time. I'm talking thousands on the daily. I've talked about Del Rio. And you, know, you had the mayor of Del Rio, a flaming liberal Democrat, calling out to President Biden, hey, we need help down here. And these panty waists are going to get a little upset, a little miffed that they've got 1,200, 1,000 people. Martha's Vineyard with all of 50 in a city with a permanent year-round residence of approximately 17,500 in a place that picks up during tourist season like 200,000. They don't have room, facilities, or resources. D.C. does not have room, food, or resources. Right. But on top of just the drain on the community, you have to look at what happens when these illegal aliens end up in Baltimore, end up in... Minneapolis, St. Paul, Detroit, St. Louis, Kansas City. Places where you have strong, you know, presence of minorities. Who is a, I'm not going to say a better hire. Who's going to be a more fiscally sound hire? Someone that you have to pay a minimum wage? Someone that you have to, if they're permanent present permanent employee that has been there for you know so long and yeah, they're established, someone who has to use it then if you offer benefits, you have to offer them the benefits. You have to, you know, all these other perks that come into it. Or do you hire Jose staying at the corner at Home Depot because He's going to work for 20 bucks and he's going to do twice the work as the average lazy fat American. This is where it hurts black and brown and other communities of color because in this record unemployment, there is nothing, nothing more Lovely than watching your local businesses forego you who are out of work and hire again Jose down at the street corner by Home Depot because oh, he's a heck of a lot cheaper. Same thing with the uh, the farm situation. Yeah. Sometimes picking fruit in farms, that is hard, hard work. I ain't going to lie. Not everyone has the fancy tree shakers that grabs a tree and just shakes the crap out of it and all the ripe fruit falls out. Then come back a week later, do it again. He's have to do all the sorting and all that. This is hard labor. And not everyone wants to do that. But, hey, you've got Juan Pablo over there, fresh arrived from Colombia, needs to make some cash. He will be there all stinking day. This is what really hurts, you know, 
employment in these, you know, inner cities has nothing to do with the lack of jobs. There are jobs. You just have to look for them. The problem really lies when these illegals come in and they get the jobs. Not that black Americans won't do, not that Hispanic Americans won't do, or not that Americans in general won't do. They get the jobs that these businesses don't want to pay full-time wages for. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I forgot to hit my mute button. Womp womp. What? Wait, wait. Yeah, I about did that. Oh my gosh, this is a. It's just a whole night of the sad trombone music. All right, so I don't know how far in the other stories I'm going to get, but yeah. You know, always trying to work on stuff here. Okay, I've got two because, again, it goes back to FBI and other stuff we talked about earlier. I made references to. Well, for, I got to hit this one first because being a veteran, I am very proud of my service. I have made no bones about that. I am proud of the work that I have done in Iraq and Afghanistan. And this has led to some crazy, crazy realizations and uh, some cognitive dissonance that I think I have to explain to people. As a veteran, like I said, I am proud of my military service. I did something that most Americans are not willing to do. And that is not only enlist in the military, but actually deploy overseas and engage and close with and destroy the enemies of this country in close combat. Now, I'm not a fan of the fact that Afghanistan was, you know, five years of war 15 years of progressive nation building. 
trying to build a more America-like Afghanistan. Cool. Don't appreciate the fact that Iraq was built on a lie. Now, don't get me wrong. I know Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction. I know this because he gassed Iranians. He gassed Kurds. We know that we found stockpiles of really old chemical weapons that we probably gave them. During searches, they found uh, there were people who were exposed to mustard agents and got some really nice caustic burns on their skin and their lungs. We know he had chemical weapons, but the whole yellow cake uranium thing was proven to be a lie, a horrible, bald-faced lie. Now, like I said, Oh, and then that also turned into a very long time of progressive nation building that it's uh, still kind of a crap show over there, to say the least. But you know what I've never done? I have never been tempted to sell secrets to an enemy organization, whether it be the dumb kid who thought he was selling uh M1 Abrams information to uh, jihadis, and it turned out it was the FBI. It, uh, it, I've never done anything like that. I never walked off my cot because, you know, I believe so strongly that what America is doing is wrong that I would just as soon go AWOL in a hostile nation than continue to serve in that military. Nor have I tried to sell medical records of U.S. service members to Russia. So like I said earlier, the first openly transgender army officer indicted for trying to give soldiers medical info to Russia. Uh, the Army's first openly gen- transgender officer was indicted Thursday on charges of trying to provide American soldiers medical information to the Russian government. A federal grand jury in Baltimore indicted Jamie Lee Henry and his wife. Well done. Well done on the writing. And his wife, Anna Gabrielian. On charges of conspiracy and wrongful disclosure of individually identifiable health information, uh, the IIHI, if you're, you know, on the in crowd of records keeping. According to prosecutors, the couple met last month with an undercover FBI agent posing as a Russian diplomat and offered medical information from Fort Bragg, the home of the military's elite Delta Force. Gabriellen, an anesthesiologist at Johns Hopkins University, told the undercover agent during an August 17th meeting that, quote, she was motivated by patriotism towards Russia and provide any assist- assistance she could to Russia, even if it meant being fired or going to jail. Oh, boy. According to the indictment, Gabriellen 
gave the undercover agent medical information on a spouse of someone who works in the Office of Na Naval Intelligence and highlighted a medical issue that, quote, Russia could exploit, end quote. Henry, a doctor at Fort Bragg, gave the undercover agent information on five patients at the military facility, according to the indictment that first reported by the Baltimore Banner. Henry has been praised as a pioneer of the transgender movement after coming out as transgender in an interview in BuzzFeed News in 2015. Blink, 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 blink. Henry claimed to be the first known active duty Army officer to come out as transgender and the first to legally change her name while in service. Henry told BuzzFeed his experience transitioning helped him in the medical field. I find my trans experience has allowed me to relate to people because all of us suffer and I can relate to people's suffering. I'm able to comfort people that feel isolated and lost and alone and broken. Henry said, if you haven't seen a picture of this Henry guy, um, dude, he can knock out Chuck Norris just with his Adam's apple. That thing is ginormous. Henry lamented in another interview that year about the lack of privacy afforded transgender people receiving medical care. I felt very vulnerable while being treated as a patient in the same hospital I worked as a physician. What made it worse was that, as a soldier, my medical records were not private, and when the question of mental illness came up, I felt stark naked. Henry told Bright Young Things in 2015. According to prosecutors, Henry told the undercover agent that he offered to join the Russian military after the invasion of Ukraine, but was rejected due to a lack of combat experience. Good. No, no, that's not good. In fact, they should have taken him and put him right on the front freaking lines and hopefully an American Javelin missile being fired by Ukrainians would have parted him from his soul. Because as a traitor to this country, which how he's not being charged with treason because in the indictment, it says, yeah, I was going to offer support to the enemy and actually fighting for him. They wouldn't take me because I didn't have enough experience fighting. Oh, boy. Absolutely insane. And then the whole the whole mental illness thing, dude. Dude, dude. Okay. Like, I'm on level with you. I didn't start getting treatment for mental health, behavioral health until 2017 before I got out of the army. I knew I had PTSD. I just chose not to deal with it. Now, most transgender people have other underlying behavioral health issues. And because you decided that you were too good to deal with your mental health issues, so you just went all in on a different one. Hook, line, and sinker. 
You can't really use the fear of mental health being used against you as a motivating factor of, you know, not having surgery sooner or whatever. That, yeah, your chain of command can access your records because they have a duty to ensure that their unit is fit to fight. And if uh, you're not fit, they should know. So my sympathy ends there. According to the prosecutors, Henry told the undercover agent he offered to join the resident like experience. Henry allegedly told the agent that he believed, quote, the United States is using Ukrainians as a proxy for their own hatred towards Russia. No crap, Sherlock. Self-censored for the kitties in the car. I could have told you that. I'm not a geopolitical specialist, but I could have told you that. It's not a hard concept. We've been fighting proxy wars against Russia for like 60 years. Part of the territory. Gabrielle and Henry, who were married in 2015, also discussed a plan for their children should they be arrested. Gabrielle told the agent that she wanted her children to have a nice flight to Turkey to go on vacation because I don't want to end in jail here with my kids being hostages over my head. Well, your kids aren't hostages over your head, you big dope. You've been sucking your own propofol a little too hard. I'm just saying. Now, it's absolutely nuts that, you know, these folks probably going to get acquitted. Hell, charges probably be dropped to be held as heroes. Well, if they sold the information to Russia, but, or to Ukraine. But the whole idea that I'm going to blame not being able to figure out X, Y, and Z on the army because the army is bad. I, I, I don't get it. The army has mandatory behavioral health evaluations all the time. If you want to go to certain schools, guess what's going to be part of your health, part of that uh, school packet? A sealed envelope saying that you had a mental health evaluation to make sure you are mentally fit to do that job, go do that school, fulfill that role, do that mission. Or maybe someone uh, has suicidal ideation, so they get a command referral. Their command, their commander basically says, uh, you're going to behavioral health. There's nothing you're going to do. You can do about it. Now get there. I mean, it's not like certain things are, are designed to be hidden. Believe me, I didn't like the idea of having to wait two weeks on the hospital at Fort Hood, Texas to take my medical records and convert them onto a digital format on D on a CD. But you know what? When I took that CD to the VA to start getting uh, 
start the ball rolling on my disability, it was really nice. They were just able to pop that disc in and go, no, 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 oh, claim that, no, 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 claim that, claim that, claim that, no, 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 no. It made it very easy. So I, I don't always complain about, I mean, even if you're not in the military, guess what? You don't own the rights to your medical records. Those rights are held by the healthcare system. That's the reason why when you need your healthcare records, because, you know, I think I really want a second opinion on this. That's when they kind of go, wow, you need this form filled out for X, Y, and Z. And you got to do it like this, stand on your head and use a tire or tail to write it. What? That made no damn sense. All this because I want a second opinion and I kind of need, you know, this paperwork. I need the images from my last, whichever uh, scan they did, MRI, CAT scan, x-ray, whatever. I have to do all this paperwork. These are my medical records. Nay, nay, nay. They belong to the hospital or healthcare system in your area. And the crazy part is no one seems to have an issue with that. That, you know, you can't just be like, all right, doc, uh, print off a copy of that report for me. It's going to go on my own personal records. I think I'll huffy. It's insane. I mean, my VA medical records, they're not mine. They belong to the VA. If I need my VA records for anything, I have to call the records department and do a request because I have to have them. But no, no, no. You're going to complain that the army's always oh, not, it's not confidential. I will see my patients while I'm here in the hospital transitioning. Oh no. Come on. I mean, <sighs> At least, I don't even know where to go with this because it's just so infuriating. Like, this is, if Nadal Hassan had been killed early in his rampage, or, yeah, or if Nadal Hassan had been caught getting ready to engage this group of people on Fort Hood. I guarantee you there would have been no calls for, oh, my mental health. That's the reason why. Well, actually, no, he did say his own mental health because, oh, I was hearing these stories from all these soldiers coming from Afghanistan. It just messed with me. I just kind of snapped. No, bro. You were listening to tapes of that American radical who fled to Yemen and those later bombed alongside his child because, you know, that's what America does. We issue strikes against uh, bad people. And in the process, we do things that are way worse, like blow up kids or misrepresent a target, misidentify a target, and blow up a bunch of 
kids. Like I said, my service, I've got mixed reviews on. Oh, fun times. Anyways, that's going to go ahead and wrap it up there because, yeah, you know, I don't think I can get very far in the uh, other two stories that I have here. Um, See if I can succinctly tell the tale of this uh, other one. Basically, uh, there's a CEO of one of these pregnancy centers that was firebombed. And yeah, he's basically saying the FBI is doing Jack Diddley and squat all three and providing zero aid, zero uh, room for developing a case in their case. And on top of it, not the most media savvy person in the world, but he's like, Oh, well, I trust the FBI here. Here's the only copy of the video of the security camera footage. Yeah. Gave up the only copy of the security camera footage to the FBI. Was truly one of the most corrupt and disappointing law enforcement uh, mechanisms in the entire United States. The idea that, you know, if a person blows up a Planned Parenthood, shoots up a Planned Parenthood, whatever, those people will be charged with hate crimes and all this, blah, 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 blah. But the fact that when an American organization run by Christians, seeking not to end life, but to preserve life. When you have those people get attacked and, oh, yeah, we'll check out the footage. And then you end up taping, I don't know, a football game or soap opera, some movie over, you know, over the tape of what happened. Yeah, that's not a very good look for you. Just saying. So yeah, this guy's going to got a big long fight on his hands. I, I I hope that it goes quickly. I hope he gets a decent judge who rules in good favor. So yeah, that's gonna be it for the day. I kind of said to kind of surmise that uh, that last article is because you know it's getting late. But, yeah, so again, I just want to say thank you to everyone who tuned in, listening live. It's kind of quiet in the old chat room tonight, but, hey, it is what it is. Thank you for joining me. Uh, again, this episode will be available to download sometime tomorrow morning when, uh, after I have it, you know, edited, cut the commercials out because for Acast and all that. Oh, pardon me. And you know, get on, get on Acast. We'll have it out there. Yeah, sometime in the morning. All your favorite podcast show, podcast apps. Oh my gosh, I am so tired. I cannot speak. Uh, 
the podcast apps. You'll be able to find it on YouTube. Search Tyler Morgan. And as soon as I have like an actual, actual <laughs> YouTube.com slash uh, type address, I will let you know. So again, thank you so very much. Um, oh, dear Lord. Yeah, I had to turn my mic off on it because I had blown, blown everything up, sneezing into it. Oh, that was horrible. Um, so the same four things I ask every week. Number one, please rate and review. Or no, oh my gosh, that's number two. Dear God, it's been a long day. Number one, hit the subscribe button. If you like this, that way, subscribe on your favorite podcast app or, you know, subscribe on YouTube. Just saying, help get them numbers up. Uh, subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean. Oh, actually, I don't think I'm on Podbean anymore. Huh, weird. Anywho, it's wherever you listen to your podcast. If you're checking this out for the first time, please subscribe. Then after that, get listen to a few shows. Rate it. Tell tell people, you know, five stars. I'll you know, four I'll work with, three and below. Um we need to have a talk. Cause I don't think you're getting it. That's cool. I still love you. Once you have rated it, please review it. That's item number three. Review it. That way tell people what you like about the show. That way, you know, it pops up. It helps the uh the old algorithm robots go. Hey, we think you might like this show based off uh, you're listening to Ben Shapiro and Glenn Beck there. Yeah, if I actually get recommended to you because you listen to Glenn Beck and Ben Shapiro, I will hug you. Just let me know. Have fake Tyler Morgan on Twitter. My my DMs are open. Just saying. Um, again, you can find me on Twitter at fake Tyler Morgan or uh actually I'd, at fake Tyler Morgan or do 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 or RD media pods relentless staring media pods is in podcasts yeah I do have an extra Twitter account that is my actually professional my professional Twitter account the one that says media personality that one. Oh, I guess it's nice that uh, getting all this stuff done, trying to get all this out to you, and it's always a good time. Sometimes better times than others. There's a lot more whiskey involved, I'm just saying. Uh, but again, I enjoy doing this every week. Um, and I'll tell you right now, podcasting is not cheap. It is a loss leader. If I was actually making money to where I could file taxes on all this. Cause right now it's just a hobby, but if you'd like to help me be able to take it from a hobby to doing this eh, semi-professionally, not just, you know, having a nice mic, nice board, a decent computer, like actually having some real, mm, putting some actual gravitas into it. Remember you can support the show financially. You can go to relentless slash shop and you can buy merch. I know I haven't worked on merch in a long time at, you know, what's there is there. Some of it, uh, they don't make anymore. And I apologize profusely. Um, or you can go to, uh, go to coffee, 
ko-fi.com slash Tyler Morgan show. And you can make a one, a recurring donation, make a one-time donation, uh, PayPal, same thing. Uh, if you go to relentlessstaring.com at the bottom of the page, you will see a donate now button. Click that. You can do a one-time or recurring donation through PayPal. Or maybe you want some other content. You want early access to content. Well, you can always go to patreon.com slash Tyler Morgan show. And once there, you can sign up as a patron for as little as $5 a month. Yeah, I know my hand's not opening all the way. It's just got the... Uh, just got the old uh, brace off of it a couple days ago. And so I'm still working on Can't quite open that finger up all the way. Still, yeah, the hand's not fully healed, but it's close. Again, you know, as little as $5 a month, you get, you know, ad-free shows. You get bonus content. You get early access to... uh Interviews such as the one I'm doing here in a couple of days with Mr. John Androsic of Five for Fighting. So again, I'll get that episode recorded, edited, put together, and it will go on Patreon for the first uh, week or so, and then I'll open it up to the general audience. So again, thank you so very much for listening. Those of you who are supporting the show, thank you so very much. You mean the world to me when keeping this whole train wreck uh still on the rails as best as possible so again thank you so very much and as always stay relentless the tyler morgan show is a relentless daring media production the tyler morgan show is supported by its listeners to support the show go to ko-fi.com slash tyler morgan show to donate there or RelentlessDaring.com and hit the donate button at the top of the page to set up your donation. All music used in the Tyler Morgan Show is used with permission from PurplePlanet.com. Link in the show notes. 2 Timothy 1 7. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 